Hey everybody. Um, so I've been like really like super deep into um paternity court, which is not new. Like if you know me, you know like I've been been looking into it. And um, so it's two different like. Well, one is paternity court and one is child support court. Um. So the first one for paternity court. The first situation of paternity court. Young girl, young guy. Um, I believe like between 18 and 19 for both. They both are very young. Um, she ends up pregnant. It was a fling. It. They both agreed that they were not serious. It wasn't like, you know, this whole like, oh, don't get married. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a fling. She ended up pregnant, but by the time she was pregnant, they already, by the time she knew that she was pregnant, they already weren't talking to each other. Um, there was an ex that was involved deeply, not only with her, but in the child's life. And the guy felt like, how do I know that this is my baby? The baby is two, by the way. At the point of this court date, the baby is two. They had a court date, and for people who don't know, and if you're a young man and you're listening to this, if you don't know, no matter what state you live in, if a woman takes you to court to find out the paternity of her baby, the judge only has her story to listen to. And so, never think that if you don't show up, the court date is canceled. It's never canceled. The judge only has her story to listen to, and there are so many men who run away from their responsibilities. The judge is not going to ever give you the benefit of the doubt. Ever. As a man, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. If somebody takes you to a paternity court and you don't show up, you're that child's father. That's what that judge is going to do. Now, of course, there are cases that that don't happen and that, and, and that's not the case. Sure. But overall, as a rule, I want you to understand that if a female contacts you and says, I'm taking you to court and you get that court document in the mail or she tell you, oh, we got court on the 15th, da, 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 da. Whatever the case is, if you purposefully do not show up Meaning you don't contact the court to try to say, oh, that doesn't work for me. I have this, this, and that to do. I'm, I'm out of the state. I'm out of the country on that day. Can we do a different day? If you purposefully do not show up and do not, wow, that hurt, and do not contact um, this court, it is going to be looked at like you are the dad and you're just trying to get out of your responsibility. That's just point blank period. It's been a lot of men over the years who have paid child support and who have taken care of a child thinking that it was their child and the whole time it wasn't. And of course there's men that step up and take care of kids that's not theirs. And there's absolutely 100%. Matter of fact, a million, 100, kazillion, thousand, kajillion. There's nothing wrong with that. It's really nothing wrong with it. Somebody took care of me that wasn't my dad. So I would never try to make it seem like, oh, that's wrong, that's bad, that's fucked up. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if you really, truly are going in blind and you're thinking this is your child and it's not, that is, that is, that's, that hurts. It not only hurts you, but it hurts the child also. 
So anyway, for two years, he been supposedly taking care of this child because he said he was paying child support. And she said, like, well, I wasn't getting it. So there's that. But anyway, um, regardless of if he's actually paying or not, he was financially responsible for this child for two years, not knowing if he was the child's father. She had told her family that it was the ex. She had told her friends that it was the ex. This ex had um not was in a hospital he didn't sign a birth certificate not like that but he was around and he was taking care of this baby he was taking care of her you know whatever they i guess for a certain amount of time got back together um and so the judge was trying to tell him that like because you didn't originally show up to paternity court that is why you are responsible for this child showing up do not make it go away and I think that not enough young men know that and understand that. If you really truly believe that um, this is not your child, get that test, baby. Oh, well, if, if, if somebody mad, that's fine. If you feel like you need the test, get the test. I stand by that. I personally think that paternity tests should be given at birth regardless of whether you want it or need it or not. But that's just my own, that, that, that's, that's me. Some people feel like it's disrespectful. Why would you question it? Why would you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like let's all know for sure to me. And there's been plenty of times where, like, I know at least for my own personal, like, um, things that I have witnessed, at least five people who the paternity test came back and it wasn't theirs biologically, but then it turns out that it was their unborn, sorry, but then it turns out that it was their unborn twin. And you would think like, well, wouldn't they say, like, I'm the uncle instead of saying that I'm the dad? And no, that's not how paternity tests work. But there is a genetic um, thing where if, you know, somebody is pregnant with twins and one twin is um, consumed by the other, throughout your life, your semen is not technically your dna is your twins dna and those dna's obviously clearly are different it's not the same dna and so um you think like you know you having these kids and it's your twin kid and anyway it's a it's it's a scientific name for it and there is a specific test that you can take to see if this is actually the case or if somebody is lying to you um so there's that but anti-way in this case he was the father but at the same time it was 50 50 and um she didn't know for sure she just was hoping wishing and praying because she had already basically put this narrative out there it was his child though um and somebody in the comments was like an, an older woman um she was like this just goes to show these young men that you should not just be laying down with any woman and trusting her with your seed 
you should be particular about who you lay down with, especially if it's unprotected and especially if you barely know the person. You should be particular with your seed. You should think about it. And there was only one, out of all the comments that was under that, that was replying to that one comment, it was only one other comment that agreed with her. As a majority, whether it was a male, matter of fact, it wasn't no males. Not that I could see, because I ain't go through all of it now, baby. I got time, but I ain't got that much time. But it was a lot of female comments underneath her comments saying like, um, oh, but these bitches need to... Um, stop being out there they need to do this they need to do that of course we have all heard that our whole entire life as a woman there has not been no point in time in your life that you have not heard another woman being held accountable I'm sorry but let's stop trying to act like that's not true let's stop trying to act like people don't say as a woman <laughs> you need to live your life like A, B, and C or you won't have a husband you, you you need to do this, this, and that, or you won't be respected. You need, you need to do this, this, or that, or you'll be looked at like this. It's only been recently, in, in my personal experience, I can't speak for everybody else, that men have been held accountable to some extent. And so she is not saying that this woman is a saint. And in fact, she's 100% she's not saying that. For you to say, young man, after watching this video, because she was specifically thinking of this video, obviously she comments on her. This is why you should watch who you put your seed into because of women like this. How is that not holding that woman accountable? What makes you think that that sentence is a compliment to that woman? If somebody said that about you, if somebody pulled your baby daddy to the side and was like, see, this is why you should watch who you lay down with because look at who the fuck you got kids with now. Do that sound like a compliment to you? Oh, okay. Not too much. Not too much. It just was the fact that she said that. Sorry. <laughs> it just was the fact that she said that as as an as an elder and as somebody with experience she said it as far as you should protect yourself as a man you should protect yourself because even as a human being just as a human being male or female as a male it's up to you to protect yourself first as a woman it's up to you to protect yourself first so that's all she was trying to say like as a man he was a stand-up guy he came there he was with his mother his mother was for the most part quiet and respectful she was respectful the whole time i will say that she did have a little back and forth but that back and forth was a respectful you said this i said that i'm gonna be quiet uh <laughs> baby it was very respectful if you ask me um but she was quiet and she was respectful and she wasn't one of those moms that was like well my son's too young to do this this and that so it won't be him no we finna figure it out now while this baby is a little baby and we can do something about it she's two years old we already missed two years it won't be another year it won't be not if it's not if it have anything to do with me because i didn't raise my son like that 
that's the type of mom that this was okay cool he showed up he said what he had to say as far as not trusting that girl um but also taking responsibility for his actions and his his part that he played in it and so the comment to me was not disrespectful to either one of them it just was the fact that girl you did what you wanted to do and now you're trying to act like this is not the truth and then to him you was laying down with this girl because she cute and because she cute because she cute and she was giving it up you lay down with her and now you going through this so now think about that you didn't put no thought or no effort into being with this person without protection just because they was cute is that okay no but the comments under her thing was like oh, what about her what about her blah 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 what about her <laughs> oh well so in my honest commentary i would say the same thing that i would tell that i tell my brother brothers and cousins and stuff and what i would tell my son i cannot tell you i can't tell you to a certain extent who to be with and who to have sex with and everything else because even as a parent i will have i do have rules my rules will change as my children grow and get older um but never will there be a time that i'm sorry not in high school not in high school i don't care if it's senior year or not until you graduate high school no boyfriend or girlfriend is staying the night at my house ever and no boyfriend or girlfriend is staying the night at my house without me having a conversation with them without me knowing who this person is who their family is all of it i i, I want to get deep down into it <laughs> I want to go back to their birthplace where they was born at in the hospital and talk to the nurse that pulled them out the pussy. I sure do. Oh, well. But I'm not saying that it's off the table. I'm saying that if you have not graduated high school, if you are not doing what you need to do as a human being who will be a productive member of society, if you're not doing that, why would I why would I and oh well but that does not stop your child from having sex or having a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever the case so my point is if you're going to do it be protected 100% point blank period if you're not ready to follow my rules and this person is not ready to follow my rules that means that y'all too immature to make that decision on y'all own that's just me you know speaking facts so if y'all not mature enough to make that decision and to and to um be at, at a certain to a certain extent adults about the decisions that y'all are making, you you're not adult enough to be having sex without protection. Use protection. And that goes for boys or girls. Whether you're talking about birth control or condoms or accidents, um talk about it. And, and that just is what it is like I had to my brother I think he was 14 and my mom my mom is allergic to um, latex and she was talking about how, um, her experience with it or whatever we was talking to my sisters but of course my brother was a part of the conversation because he is a part of the family 
and <laughs> he interrupted and was like why not just pull out and the whole room got silent the whole entire room like what this is my little brother i changed his diapers i taught him how to read i taught him how to count <laughs> i went to parent teacher conferences for him I picked him up for school, dropped him off to school, elementary. And so to hear him, you know, as a teenager be like, oh, just pull out, simple. My heart dropped because he said it like you would say, you're supposed to drink water every day. That's a normal thing, right? Drink some water. That's exactly how he said it. Like, oh, you should be drinking water. No, and, and he said it like, yeah, just pull out. Huh? That don't work, baby. Huh? Pulling out don't work. Don't let nobody tell you you could just pull out. That don't work. And if you inexperienced, you don't know when to exactly pull out. So it's especially not going to work for you. It just was too much. I was like, damn, not, my, not baby bro. But yeah, I think it's important to have the type of conversation of protecting yourself and protecting your peace, not only with young ladies, but with young men also. Too much, too often we be like, oh yeah, my daughter's not going to bring no kids home. My daughter's not going to do this. My daughter's not going to do that. Sons bring kids home too. My husband did to his mama. My husband was a teenage parent. Everybody was focused on his sister and what his sister was doing and who she was around and blah, blah, blah. And baby boy, his daughter is only a couple months younger than his sister's son. So they was doing the same shit. But nobody thought to talk to him about that. Nobody thought to be like, don't do this, don't do that. Um, this is how you should live your life, you know, whatever, whatever. And my nephew and my stepdaughter are, first of all, a gift to this motherfucking earth. These are two very smart children who bring a lot, not only to their family, but to the world. But it's just the fact that people was down his sister's throat. Because she's beautiful. She's a gorgeous young lady. And I'm obviously as a teenager, she was gorgeous. And people was like, oh yeah, boys going to be after you. You need to do this. You need to do that. My husband is attractive. And nobody told him. Nobody ever. It just wasn't a question. It, it just wasn't even fathomable in their mind that they should have to say that to him. And that's prime example. Even more prime example, my mom. My mom had me when she was 15. Her brother is only two years older than her, so he was 17. You think that they was after him the same way it was after my mom? No. Now, he wasn't a teenage parent, but that's not the point. The point is, they never even brought it up because if he gets somebody pregnant... That's that girl mama problem. Nobody ever think about the fact that you, your son can bring a baby home. And now what? 
everybody act like, oh, the baby is the mom issue, and when the mama had a baby, that's just it. Wherever the mama's sleeping at, the baby's gonna sleep at too. Now, sometimes them daddies gotta bring that baby home too. Or just gotta bring that baby home, period. Yeah, I had the baby, I kept the baby, but now that the baby is here, you gonna have to take this baby home or, or they just gonna stay at the hospital. Now what? And it's a lot of men, a lot of men, which they don't get credit for, but it's a lot of men who will step up and be like, shoot, not my baby. I will take my baby home. Now what? Now you did all of that preparing and, and, and preventing for your daughter to not bring a baby home and it's your son doing it. <laughs> like my son being real clingy and real touchy-feely. And I'm trying to tell him nah. But yeah, um... I think it's an important conversation to have with both parents. So anyway, moving on. The next subject is this girl, this lady. At the time, um, let's say the kids was six and three. She contacted her sister and said, do you want to keep your niece and nephew for the summer? The sister said, sure, yeah, I keep them for the summer. Um, you know, you in school, you working full time, you got two kids. That's got to be hard. I don't have no kids, so... It shouldn't be a problem for me to keep them over the summer. She never came back and got them. It's been nine months. Ten months. She ain't came back and got them. She ain't seen them or nothing. Now, she do pay health insurance. But that's it. She don't send no food for them. She don't send no care packages as far as, like, clothes or anything goes. It's nothing. So, the, the um, child support court one was one sister taking the other sister to child support court because i'm taking care of your two kids i don't have kids i'm taking care of your two kids you're not coming back you're not you don't even have a date on when you might want to come back i have to take care of these kids i have to take care of these kids and so i um i need a little bit of money i mean dang kids grow so fast they eat a lot. Some days, some days you will go with your child eating two pieces of cheese and drinking a whole bunch of water or milk and, and, and not actually really eating anything of substance. And then the next day, they gonna eat everything that's in the refrigerator. They want a cheeseburger. They want chicken. They want, um, don't walk away with them scissors. Do it right there. Whatever you finna do, do it right over there. You still walking away. Anyway, um, yeah, kids, you know, they surprise me. They're a little bit spontaneous. They're a little bit crazy. You never know. So, all she was saying was, I have these kids. It's okay that I have them. I'm not trying to give them back to their mom. I just need help. And the mom is like, Why? <laughs> she ended up being put on child support of course because that's what that was the point of the episode right but it just was like <laughs> what's going on and i think it just speaks to the point where like you think you're ready to be a parent and you're not 
and I think like it's way more acceptable for men than it is for women even though like it's not 100% accepted of course but when you hear a man not taking care of his kids a lot of people say things like oh it's never too late um you can still do this you can still do that get in contact blah 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 but when it's a woman who is not doing anything for her kids don't want her kids or whatever it's kind of unforgivable period it doesn't matter the situation and i think um do i think it's messed up yeah because um i have had to go to school full-time and work full-time while being a parent um to my children and not once did i ever think like wow this would be easier if they wasn't here because that's what it, it just don't really make sense to me like okay you can't say if this person wasn't here if this person didn't do this if this person didn't do that we living in the present so they are here how can i make it work and if I can't make it work, maybe I should not be going to school full-time. Maybe I should do part-time. And now I'm in a situation where I'm writing a book. And my husband... I'm not working at all. My husband is the one working. Um, sometimes I do hair. Sometimes I um, make a little bit of art and sell it and um that is how i you know make a couple dollars or whatever the case i'm not trying to make it seem like i'm paying any bills because i'm not but i make a couple dollars um hope i i and i know for a fact my book is going to be big and with that book i will be able to pay some some real ass bills maybe even buy a house so let's just put that out there because my book is going to be it for the girls and for the boys but, um, yeah, I think that the situation was like that because she felt like, I know my sister gonna do it. I don't have to worry about it. Um, and when I want to see my kids, if I ever want to see my kids, my sister gonna let me. Because I know my sister. And she just gonna let her see her kids. But it wasn't an angry um, or spiteful back and forth. It just was like you thought you wasn't gonna be financially responsible, financially responsible for these kids, and yes, you are. So I think it's like two different sides to like, you know, parenting because it's two different parents, and sometimes that's something that you really have to think of, like. Even if you two stay together, there are plenty of people who break up within the first year or two of their kids being born because they're two different types of parents. Like for me, um, as far as disciplining goes, I don't um, whip my kids. I might like, um, I have popped a hand. Um, I have, you know, put my kids in a corner or in timeout, whatever you want to call it. I have taken away electronics and things like that. Um, I'm not a physically, um, it's, it's just not me. Whatever you want to call it, it's not me. I, I don't do that. Um, and so with my husband, his thing about disciplining is he usually doesn't do it at all. Like me and the girl's mom, <laughs> we have to like force him 
to to speak up because he won't and when he do it's kind of still so low-key so nonchalant that me and her looking at each other like <laughs> what did he just say excuse me and so i will say this um we are two different types of parents we are he has way more patience than me he has a completely different outlook on certain things than me um he also had had a different life than me um and i had to take that into consideration like for me as a child i was abused um sexually um i um personally feel like i was emotionally and mentally abused in my own household um not i would say not as bad as other people that i have heard but i cannot try to downplay what i went through and so i'm just gonna you know say that for him he was physically abused and he also was emotionally abused and so when it comes to disciplining your child he doesn't have to him there's no line between discipline and abuse if you put your hands on a kid you are abusing that kid and that's it um luckily i already don't want to put my hands on my kids so we have never had to argue about that he has never had to be like you know oh my gosh calm down what was going on you know blah blah, blah and vice versa um we have never had to argue about our children staying the night outside of the home things that he went through as a child and things that he witnessed as a child from family members he had never let his kids stay the night with family members absolutely not and that's exactly how i feel also um when it comes to friends maybe in high school i would say i would consider it in high school but not until high school and I and I'm not apologizing for it. I really don't give a fuck. Uh, you can agree with me or not agree with me or whatever the case. But people get abused at their friend's house all the time. People get groomed at their friend's house all the time. And then not only that, I, my brother went through a situation where he was bullied. He got invited to a, a um, sleepover. Um, yeah, he was in middle school. He got invited to a sleepover. My mom didn't want him to go. She felt weird about it. But he was very um, vocal about going. She let him go. And um, they bullied him. And it was very, very bad. To the point where after that, he never made friends again. And not because he um, didn't want to. It was people who wanted to be his friend. Who wanted to be connected with him you know emotionally and stuff like that but he just didn't have it in him it just wasn't a part of him anymore it wasn't a part of his goals anymore and um it changed his personality altogether 100% that one night it did he was crying and hyperventilating to the point where the mom made everybody go home not just him she didn't just call my mom and say something happened with your son you have to come get him no she made every single boy that was there that night go home and after that my brother had to switch schools so when people talk about staying the night and like oh what well, a friends it's gonna be fun it's this and it's that 
sleepovers are not fun for everybody and i think only the kids who was bullied or worse um believe that and people look at me and and i'm so strong and i'm so outspoken and i'm this and i'm that and they find it hard to believe that i was that bully kid but i was I was bullied until my junior year of high school. And the same girls that bully me, I don't want to say we friends now or they kissing my ass. I don't know where that shit like that because that's not true. But those same girls, the same type of person they tried to make me out to be in high school and in middle school, that's them right now. And they can take that shit however they want to take it. But them bitches know who I'm talking about. It never was. I had friends in high school. I had friends in middle school. And I was um, relatively happy. I loved high school. If I right now today was made to go back in time and go back through high school, I would do it with a smile on my face. I loved high school. I loved college. I loved, um, I loved middle school. I did not love elementary school. But that was... Um, it was a lot going on all at once for me in elementary school. But middle school, high school, and college, I love that shit. Yeah, I'll do it again. Sure would. Um, I think that we have to get used to the fact that, like, boys go through stuff and girls go through stuff. And sometimes a conversation that you have with your daughter, you should also have with your son. And sometimes the stuff that you don't say because you think you don't need to say it, say it. Because then these same kids end up in paternity court and child support court and everything else. And you sit here wondering, how did he end up with that type of girl? Or how did she end up with that type of, of boy? Um, her dad is in her life. Her dad loves her. Blah, 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 blah. But did her dad talk to her? Did her dad put her up on game? Did his mom put him up on game? Because just like men run game, women do too. We're human. Humans lie. I think um, both of those situations was crazy. I hope the best for the two parents and the little girl. I hope the best for the niece and nephew and the mama and the auntie. Um... Hopefully at some point in time there is an update and I will find it and be able to give an update on the situation. Shh. But um Yeah, that's it. It's 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 not nothing too too crazy, um, because obviously both of those situations could have been worse. And there are worse things out there. This just was a little something to um, talk about and think about and um, comment on. So, anyway, you know, I hope you guys are having a good night, a day, week, month, year. I hope you guys are having a good time. And um, do something positive. Say something nice to somebody. And hug and kiss and tell your family that you love them. Love you. Bye. Hey everybody, <clears throat> it's been a long time. <sighs> it's been a while. But I found a, um, another Reddit story that uh, I 
got a little bit of an opinion about. Another re relationship story. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay, so it says, so again, I just want to reiterate, this is not my story. Um, I don't know these people personally. It's a story on Reddit. So it says, living with my boyfriend sucks. My boyfriend and I are in our early 20s and we just moved in together a couple weeks ago. I have to ask him every single day to help me with chores even though we both work full time. I do all the shopping without a car so I have to carry our groceries home using public transportation alone. Whenever I bring up anything, he'll help once or twice and then never again until I get upset again. So. I'm so tired all the time and I have no time for anything and when I get home he's just on the couch on his phone but asking for every little thing um what but asking for every little thing is so tiring too before he moved in he was usually at my place anyway and he wouldn't help very much financially either even though he makes more money than me I am I'm just asking for advice on how to get him to respect me or help me out um, I've told him multiple times I've broken down crying um, because I was so just so tired and um, what just so tired and even when he told me to just tell him what to do made me feel like it was my fault I don't want to be his mom and give him chores but he just doesn't notice anything. He won't clean up after himself. Should I even bother anymore or just call it quits? I don't want to clean and cook after two people when I have to stand and lift at work all day. I'm physically and mentally drained. Maybe girl. I never tell people to, well, I, I ain't gonna lie. I do be telling people to leave their relationship. In this case, um, that's not my opinion. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm gonna just start out with saying, I'm not gonna say leave. I'm going to say, say what you mean and stick to it. If you say, next time we have to go grocery shopping, we're going together. It sounds like he has a vehicle and he has the ability to take you. Um, or if he does not have a vehicle, then I guess both of y'all can at least take the bus and, um, you know, do it that way. So it's like, next time we go grocery, next time there needs to be groceries in the house or house, you know, cleaning supplies, stuff like that. We're going together. I'm not doing it by myself anymore. We're going to do it, you know, together. It'll go by faster. I'll feel, <coughs> excuse me. I'll feel more comfortable, whatever, you know, whatever, however you feel. And then it comes down to now y'all need groceries now i know some people gonna have the opinion that this is petty but for me personally if i say it's monday just you know for instance it's not monday today but let's just say it's monday and you say okay about thursday or friday we should go grocery shopping get a little something something for the house and you know whatever so thursday come around it's time to go grocery shopping he say he don't want to go or he not going or whatever the case okay Friday come around, he say he don't want to go grocery shopping or he not going. Whatever the case, baby, go out and, and, and get you a two for 20 at Applebee's to go or something like that. You know, whatever the case, you because you, you feed yourself, honey. 
feed yourself. And when he asked, like, oh, like, where's mine? You didn't want to come with me. You wasn't worried about getting food. Now you worried about getting food? When you want things to change and you have tried it one way, you tried it the other way, and you keep going back and forth between, let's sit down and talk about it, or I'm go I'm going to cry to him. Your tears, I'm sorry, clearly don't mean nothing to this man. Um, it might mean something in that moment and at that time, but he know, like, eventually you're going to pick up and you're going to keep on doing it. Just like with washing the dishes, or maybe you don't have a problem cleaning the kitchen, but you won't help with the laundry. Wash your own clothes. If you ask him for help over and over and over again, over and over and over again, I need help with the laundry, um, at least carry it. You know what I mean? Like something... Um, I'm guessing y'all live in an apartment building and normally the laundry facility is all the way downstairs or um, For me, I live in an apartment building and my laundry facility is two buildings over If I'm doing laundry, you know here, so that means I either have to drive which <laughs> But also it have to get from the car to the place And I'm not trying to say, you know, my relationship is perfect or nothing like that. But if I ask my husband to carry it, he's going to carry it. And if he don't feel like doing it today, okay, shoot, let's do it tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I say, you know, it don't have to be done right on your time limit. If you feel like, um, you know, grocery shopping once a week, but it don't matter which day. Then if he don't want to do it one way, one day, ask him a different day. And but 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 after a couple days, okay, ain't no food at the house. You already know that you at work. On your way home, pick yourself up something to eat. And when I say yourself, I literally mean get you something to eat. When you get home, if he hungry and he looking at you like, dang, you know, you couldn't give me nothing to. No, I couldn't. Why didn't you do what you said you was going to do? Because if you would have did that, you wouldn't have to worry about what you want to eat and how and all the other stuff because it would be done. We would have went grocery shopping and I would have cooked. Or we would have went grocery shopping and you could have made yourself a sandwich or something. You know, like however y'all, you know, do y'all meals. So it's like, you really, you got to put your foot down. Like I said, I'm not saying to leave because sometimes people, you know, like... I don't know if he went from living with his mom to right away living with you or if he had his own place or whatever the case. But a lot of mothers do not raise their sons to know how to cook or to recognize like it's a pile of dirty clothes on the floor. I'm going to pick them up and put them in a dirty clothes basket. Like a lot of moms just do that. They just do it. They just do it. They just do it. And then when it comes down to their son being a grown man. Now, when he see the clothes on the floor, it don't really bother him because that's how he was at his mama's house. He always put his dirty clothes on the floor and eventually his mom will come and pick him up. And like you said, you don't want to be his mom, so then don't. Don't pick them motherfuckers up. He don't want to help you with the laundry? Don't do his laundry then. Do your laundry. And when he don't got no more clothes to wear, but he still got to go to work, tell him well i asked you for your help with doing the laundry you said that you didn't want to help me so i didn't want the extra burden of of washing your clothes we both work full time and then with the whole paying the bills thing girl now that's the one thing that i say 
I'll tell him he got hit. It's between you moving out or you paying some bills. Because I'm sorry, but that's not fair. And it don't and I'm not only saying that because he make more money than you. I'm saying it also because um it's just not fair in general if we both working. Why am I the only one that has to financially provide um for the household? Like it should be both of us point blank period. No other discussion about it. It should be both of us. That's it. That's not fair. For for two people to be working, but only one person taking on that responsibility of, you know, if I don't pay these bills, then we won't have nowhere to live. So, like I said, I'm, I'm not telling you, you know, not to be with your man, to break up with him or nothing like that. Which, I don't even know, like, girl, if you would ever hear this, but all I'm saying is... You really got to put your foot down when it comes to situations like that. And you can't always, like, um, now this information, these, these would be, this would be different if you, y'all had children together or, um, you know, anything like that. But at this point, you know, thank God y'all don't got no children together. And I would say, hold, hold off on having kids until he is able to stop acting like a kid. You can't have kids with a kid. You can't. It's never going to be fair for the children that come in, that you bring into the world. That you had kids and then this man is also acting like a kid too. And then you run a risk of your kids being just like him. Just being honest. So it's like, you got to, you know, you got to put your foot down for yourself. And again... You know, you act like, should I just be done with it? Or, you know, whatever it takes. I'm going to be honest with you. Can't nobody tell you when to be done with somebody and when not to be done with somebody. You have to um, feel that and know that for yourself. You have to look at the situation and be like, you know what? I could not do this no more. Like, I'm so much better than this. Um, and I'm not going, you know... I'm not going to stand for this anymore. It just won't be me. You have to be the one to do that. It cannot be me, a stranger on the internet, telling you you should leave your boyfriend. You should leave him because, like, honestly and truthfully, my opinion don't matter. I'm just saying for me personally, before y'all moved in, the finances should have been talked about. Point blank, period. It sounds like you already had the place and then he moved in with you. It should have already been talked about. And I would go as far as even saying written down what he's paying, when, and how he going to give you the money. Absolutely. So everybody on the same page. Even if you only want him to pitch in on the rent and you got other bills, I don't know, you know, however you want to break it down. You, that, that conversation should have been set in stone and put clearly out there before he even moved in. But... You know, one thing about it, we lead with love a lot. And we don't be thinking about, you know, everything else, you know, behind the scenes. And so, this is, I mean, technically the bill's not really behind the scenes. They right in your face. Like, them, they, they, they there. But, I'm just saying, like, you, you have to be the one to be like, you know what? Uh-uh. 
I'm not going to keep on doing this with you. You're not going to keep on acting like you don't have no responsibilities over here and all this other stuff. And once you say something, stick to it. Double down on it. When it comes down to um, the rent due, <coughs> you, need, you need that money. <coughs> hey, excuse me. <coughs> you need that money. Or he got 30 days. And yeah, that seemed cold, that seemed messed up, or whatever the case, but my thing is if you don't put your foot down now and you continue on with the relationship, um, he it, it's, it's, it, he's going to continue to think that what he's doing is okay. And even besides that, maybe you put your foot down and you say, look, you're going to start helping with the bills, you're going to start doing this, you're going to start doing that. Damn, excuse me. And he says, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Okay, well, you have 30 days. You have 30 days to get out. After these 30 days, the police will be called if you are still here, if you are still refusing to leave. Um, you have been evicted. And, you know, that is that. And stick to your word. You have to stand up for yourself. And, you know, some... I don't know him, but he seems like the type of man to try to make you feel bad for sticking up for yourself and, like... You know, oh, he don't have nowhere to go and stuff like that. But it can't, you cannot, he, he has somewhere to go. He do. He a, grown, he a grown man. And even besides being a grown ass man, you had to figure it out. You had to figure it out when you, when you wanted to have a place of your own, you had to figure it out and go out and get your own apartment and everything else. Okay, so he can figure it out. It's not impossible to figure it out. It might be a little bit scary because, you know, you are all on your own or whatever, but it's not impossible. I'm sure you don't want to see him on the streets, and I'm sure he don't want to see himself on the streets. And you probably don't see yourself ever, you know, not being without him. And I can, even, I can respect that, you know what I mean? Like, love is love, but you can't keep on letting somebody disrespect you. Because the longer it go on for one, the worse it's going to get. But also... He, he's never going to feel like he's wrong. And then what if y'all do end up having kids and your kids feel like, you know, well, dad talks to you this type of way or you don't make dad clean up behind himself. Why should I have to clean up? So now not only are you cleaning up after two people, yourself and this man, y'all got kids now. So now you clean up after the kids too, after a full day of work. And then he make more than you. You know, I don't know how much more or, you know, how significant that is, but it's kind of messed up that he's making most of the money and but then refusing to pitch in financially so it's like you might as well have had this apartment by yourself you you might as well have kept on staying here alone what was the point of him moving in if he wasn't going to take a financial burden off of you or a um like a relationship is teamwork it's not just one person putting in all the effort and then then what you know and i just pray girl that you stick up for yourself and you put your foot down and no matter how much he feel he he be nice to you for two days and then after that um he switch up you switch up to them it don't have to just be him and if you feel like you know what 
he taking me out of my element. Like, I'm not this type of person. I'm not an angry person. I'm not a petty person. I'm not a mad person. It's been a month, and then it's this vicious cycle of, if he gonna be petty, I'm gonna be petty. If he gonna be petty, I'm gonna be petty. And you know that's not you, because I can understand that too. Then I'm sorry, but it's 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 just time to go. It's just time to leave. And I know that that's you know easier said than done. It's not always easy to just like up and forget about a person, especially when you feel like you know you love them. But at the same time, love goes both ways. When you love somebody. I mean, they're supposed to love you back. And honestly and truthfully, if they don't, baby, you 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 got to um, scoop, scoop, skedaddle. You can't keep on putting yourself in a situation where you lowering your standards, lowering your standards, lowering your standards. And um, he is reaping the benefit of you feeling like you have to lower what you want and who you... Why do they always do this? sorry okay sorry um but yeah i you know hopefully she stand up for herself and you know that's it um in situations like that you you know sometimes people get used to a certain routine and you know like yeah he hear you saying like you tired of this you tired of that but you're not really like making no effort to like leave or change it and unfortunately to some people this is not just like significant to males some people in general as long as you let them treat you how they already treating you they're not gonna put no effort in to change and be a different person for you because they already getting what they want without doing the hard work why should he change and cook and clean up and all this other stuff because you shed a couple tears. He probably feel like if he make you happy enough in the bedroom, this will all go away. And unfortunately, his point have been proven because he'd be nice for a couple days, change, switch it up, don't act like that no more, help you out, and then it, he don't. And they have to be one reason or another why why he feel like now, you know, now that you happy, the situation is over. And he don't have to do what he was doing anymore. And most of the time, you know, that has to do with the bedroom. So I would just personally say, like, girl, stick to your guns. I ain't saying stop doing that. <laughs> because, baby, we, we women, but we have needs. I don't know why people don't believe that. I'm not saying, you know, stop getting your needs met. Go ahead and keep on doing it. <laughs> Y'all been doing it. But stick to your guns. Yeah, last night was great, but I still need you to go grocery shopping with me. <laughs> what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, just, you know, stick up for yourself. I mean, I know it can be hard, especially when you're not used to sticking up for yourself. But I think you got this. I think the first step was saying everything that you needed to say and getting everything like out there and you you know you did that you you said a lot and um you're not wrong so you just gotta stick to it baby girl and i hope you know that you find the strength and you find the courage you got this 
um everybody that's been listening i hope you guys have a good day um night week month um time um and you know until next time hopefully i will be uploading um more often now i was kind of going through something but i feel like i feel um better now and i know i always say this every time i you know go ghost but i really you know be needing mental breaks from a lot of stuff but so here we are everything's fine now and um hopefully i'll be uploading a lot faster um than i have been and you know i love you guys thank you for always listening thank you for the encouraging words that you leave on facebook and on tiktok and stuff and i just I love you guys.